This is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro. And welcome to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your host, Robert Dodaro, the founder of Prism Wealth Management. And this show is all about helping you, the people of Ohio, better understand what is happening with your wealth right now, whether it be the markets, whether it be Social Security, whether it be uh, investing, saving, spending, you know, whether no matter what it is, when it involves your wealth, we want to be here to give you helpful tips, helpful advice. And with me, as always, this week, we have the Mr. We have the honorable here, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing this week, well, Tony? <laughs> well, thanks. Wow, what uh, a great honorable. I really, know. That's I great. Know. I, I, I like I, that. I, I, I had to, you know, bestow some prestige upon you. You know, it is it is Father's <laughs> Day out there, so we've got to, you know. True, uh, I am a dad. That's right. So we got to honor all our fathers this weekend, sure. right? You know, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm a dad, too, yeah. so I guess maybe it's a little self-interested uh, <laughs> that I say yeah. that. Uh, yep. Yeah. How, how's things over in your neck of the woods? Oh, it's crazy busy. I've been trying to get the backyard into shape and it's just a lot of work this past weekend and a lot more coming up. I've worked hard out in the yard, but also other work and, you know, preparing for the show. I appreciate you having me on the show, Robert. This is going to be a a good one. I've got a lot of questions for you as always. And uh, I know you have a lot of information for our listeners, but how have you been? Are you keeping busy uh, with your clients out there and meeting with people, talking to listeners? Oh, man, it doesn't stop. I mean, you know, I, I have two little ones uh, at home as well, too, that, uh, you know, when I'm not at work, they're definitely keeping me busy. My daughter's seven and my son's four. So when I'm not chasing them around, I try and, you know, hopefully relax a little bit with the the five minutes a week I get for that. But no, yeah, keeping busy at work, you know, uh, everything going on this year with uh, the markets and the ups and downs and trying to have help people see how we built a plan that, you know, is there to help, you know, them ride through these times and, and make it easier, uh, at least a little bit more comfortable, we'll say, to ride through these times. Uh, everybody, I think, is a little bit nervous with what we've seen uh, in the last couple of years. And so we really wanted to, you know, take a step back this week, I think. And, you know, with it being Father's Day and with all the craziness out there, you know, when I when I think of fathers and I think of the responsibilities that fathers have, you know, the two big ones that come to mind are providing and protecting, right? I mean, that's, that's always been, you know, I mean, throughout history, men have been the traditional hunter gatherers, right? So that's, that, that was our role. And uh, in today's world with as many things going on out there, it may feel a little bit more stressful than normie. I don't, I, I don't know, Tony, how have you, how have you been holding up these past couple of years with all the craziness? <laughs> Well, yeah, it does add some pressure uh, to uh, parents, that's for sure, uh, to, uh, you know, spouses, husbands, wives. But as a dad, yeah, you feel responsible and it is harder. And, you know, with uh, just costs rising the way they are, trying to get your kids sent to college, taken care of, get them a good education, get them off on the right start anyway. And, you know, we all want to take care of our family. So I think that's a really important conversation to have. But yeah, 
it's been uh, it's been tough. My son is now going to med school, a grad school. So uh, luckily, my daughter got a full ride scholarship so oh, nice. to a really nice school. Yeah, she's she's really sharp. Well, they they all all three of them are are sharp, but that that really helps. But but yeah, I mean, uh, everything with everything else, higher education is a cost that you have to take into consideration, mm-hmm. uh, along with everything else, right? Oh yeah, and it doesn't seem as if it's going to slow down much in in the future. I mean, I think that we will see a slowdown in inflation, but I think you know when it comes to I, you're paying the cost right now, and yes, it's a total blessing to have a full ride. I am terrified of what it's going to cost me when my kids are ready to go to college, and you know, I mean, it's going to be a house, you know, basically a house for each one. <laughs> One of them. And you start weighing those yeah. costs and benefits. And I think a lot of people are, as we're like 20 years ago, uh, it, it was, no, you go to college, you know, no matter what it's there. And that, now people, I think after seeing everything that's happened the last couple of years in the educational system are starting to look for alternatives. And heck, even a lot of companies out there are starting to waive the degree requirements just because of the labor shortage. So a lot of the, sure. the, the, the reason you went to college was so you could get in the door of a lot of those right. places. So now it's more about trade schools and certifications you Mm -hmm. know you go for a year or two to get your uh, trade school or certification and then you get it but but it's all about costs Mm -hmm. right and and how are we going to cover these things and how are we going to leave our legacy for our our kids and our grandkids right well there's that and you know i mean and and that goes to the whole protection attitude right and if you when you're younger when you want to protect your family one of the best things you can do is buy life insurance i mean i never really owned life insurance like i had small policies and things like that like burial type policies just in case something happened to me but once i got married and we had our first child and i got on an airplane for the first time after that. I, I've, I'm i not one to have panic attacks, but I, I'd have probably the closest thing I've ever experienced to a panic attack and thinking, you know, what happens if something happens to this airplane? Will my family be provided for after I'm gone and be protected after I'm gone? So as soon as that plane landed, I mean, the first thing I did was go apply for a life insurance policy uh, and make sure that my family was protected should something unforeseen happen to me because I am the primary breadwinner in my family. And you know, I, we, we work, I work hard so I can, you know, help my wife stay home and she works harder at home than I work at my job. Uh, so I think I got the better end of the deal, but you know, in the end, this is kind of the agreement we made and the deal we made. So I, you know, I work and, uh, if something were to happen to me, I got to make sure my family's financially taken care of. So this is when you start looking at life insurance as an option for yourself. And there's lots of different options, whether you have a term policy or a universal life policy, even whole life, uh, there's different ones. And, uh, you know, Tony term is the one, a lot of people go, it's the cheap one. You say, Hey, cover me for 20 years. Uh, and that's okay, fine. It'll be cheap during those 20 years. But when the 20 years are up, if you want to keep that policy, the price is going to go way up at that time because it's a new term at a new age and you're older now. So, the term is there in the beginning to give you an, at least an affordable option on yourself. Uh, as you get older, though, you kind of realize maybe you want some more permanent benefits. And that's when you look to universal or whole life. Uh, whole life locks everything in. You say, I want this policy through age 100. What's it going to cost me to, you know, lock in the policy and guarantee it through age 100? That That's more whole life. As where universal life is similar, what does it cost me to lock in the policy through age 100? 
but, um, you know, I may want to change my mind later in life. So give me the ability to make some changes to it later as well, too. So there's there's a little bit more flexibility there. Sometimes the, the universal life can be a little bit more expensive than the whole life in there, but you're, you're paying for the flexibility is the way to look at it. Sure. Uh, but you got to sure. look at your needs. You know, I mean, same thing, Tony. Like, I'm sure when you were younger and your kids were younger, uh, you may have had a, a greater need for life insurance. But as you're getting closer to retirement, uh, you know, I think a lot of people out there wonder, do I still need to keep these old policies? Right. I don't, I don't know if you've ever had that experience. Yeah. In fact, uh, we have, my wife and I both had uh, separate policies and we went in and it turns out, you know, it wasn't right for where we were at because, you know, we're getting closer and closer. We're not there yet, but we're both in our fifties, uh, mm-hmm. our late fifties. So Uh, That makes a big difference. And that's why you want to work with a financial services professional like yourself, because you can look at them and say, hey, you're just, you know, these policies aren't good for you. You're putting money into them, but what's it doing for you, right? Yeah. And well, let's let's kind of walk through the progression. Like when you're younger, it may make sense to have 500000 or a million dollars on yourself because if you die right now, there's a longer period of time that you have to protect your family over. So you may need a little bigger benefit to help pay off the home and, you know, help out with the kids after you're gone. But as you get older and the kids leave the house, that it starts to feel less important. And you may want to lower your benefit later. Later. This is where universal life comes in handy uh, to the point where, you know what, I don't need that $500,000 anymore, that million, uh, but I do want to keep about $250,000 because if something happens to me, I need to make sure there's something there to help my spouse take care of the lost income from Social Security, right? Like is one Social Security benefit goes away or maybe your pension goes away or gets cut in half after you pass away. So keeping life insurance, there's still reasons even when you enter retirement to be looking at life insurance and using your life insurance. Uh, But the purpose kind of changes. Uh, Some people are wealthy enough to where they're like, you know what, even if I die, my family's going to be fine. You know, and I know this, right? So, For those people listening, I would say, yeah, well, then it does become a return on investment because you have to look at it. The death benefit that pays out is a tax-free death benefit that pays out to your family. Uh, You can also do things called accelerated death benefits. Uh, These are provisions on policies whereby uh, while you're alive, if you got into, uh, say, a chronic illness situation, which chronic illness is uh, losing uh, two of six activities of daily living, uh, which is feeding yourself, bathing yourself, dressing yourself, going to the bathroom by yourself, standing by yourself, and incontinence. And, and uh, but at the same time, you could have also had cognitive impairment, which is Alzheimer's, dementia, those kind of things. So if those things happen to you and it's been more than 90 days, you can start taking from the death benefit tax-free to help you cover those costs. So for a lot of the people I meet with who long-term care is a concern, you know what the conditions are for long-term care uh, policies to pay out, Tony? It was a trick question, Tony. I was just teasing you. It's a lot. Well, no, long-term care, it's actually the same criteria. You have to lose two of six activities of daily living or cognitive impairment. So chronic illness is a milder version of long-term. I I, I was pop quizzing you, man. I had to see you. You caught me by surprise. I know. You got to keep you on your edge of your seat here and all that. So, yeah. But no, I mean, it's it's basically accelerated death benefits versus long-term care. 
care, there's a lot of similarities between them. You may get paid out more money with a long-term care, but a lot, a lot of times long-term care doesn't have a death benefit. So long-term care policy, you may put a lot of money into it and then pass away without ever using it and your family gets nothing back, right? That's that's a risk, you know, to me. That, that I, I don't like that risk myself. I'd rather have a life insurance policy that has a chronic illness rider on there that allows True. me to, you know, at least if I need it, great, I'm going to have tax-free money. But if I don't need it and I die, my family gets a tax-free death benefit as well too. So there's a lot of different ways you can use life insurance. And it's a great piece, uh, whether you're talking about protecting your family while you're younger, uh, protecting your family while you're older and replacing lost income when one of you passes away, uh, or just in general, it's a great legacy tool as a way to leave money behind, right? Like I, I have clients where they know they have 500, 750,000 of tax-free money going to their children when they die, and they can use it if they need it while they're alive. So, all the money that they have saved throughout their careers, they're enjoying it. They're spending it because they know that they're not on a spin down path where they're going to go broke right now. And they also know that if something bad happens while we're enjoying the, while they're enjoying the money, they have protection for the chronic illness. They have protection in there. I didn't mention terminal illness as well, but there's protections for terminal illness. Uh, and, you know, if they never need it when they pass away, their kids are going to get tax free money. So nice. It's nice. You know, and I, yeah. I love like the fact that you can have a long-term care rider, so a regular life insurance policy and some other insurance vehicles, which we're going to get to, I can help you cover long-term care costs because that's a big one. And so this goes back to the value of having comprehensive advice. Someone who can look at the big picture, look at all the different elements of your plan and say, here's some things that are missing. Here's some pieces that you may need to add. This is why I value my independence and why I'm licensed on both the insurance and the investment side. So that way I can give people the pluses and minuses on both sides and try to be fair and objective to find that best product for you. And, you know, for those of you out there that are listening and you're thinking, you know what, I'm concerned about my money. I need to, you know, start getting an opinion. We're always happy to give you, you know, our opinion on what's going on in your situation. We call it the clear retirement solution. It's where we sit down and do a top to bottom review of your finances uh, and the five key areas of planning for retirement, uh, investments, income, tax efficiency, healthcare, and legacy. All of these are important to your retirement. And if you're concerned about how how ready you are for retirement, then you need to get this review done. It's a complimentary review where you come meet with me in either Worcester or Wadsworth, or we can do a Zoom appointment still. I think some people are still doing those. Uh, but all you need to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. But we'll be right back in just a moment with more ways to not only protect, but to provide for your family throughout the years. When you think of a puzzle, what would you say is the most important piece? A corner? A side piece? I would argue that the most important piece of a puzzle is the picture on the box. And the same can be said for your retirement. Robert Dodaro from Prison Wealth Management would love to show you your retirement picture. For more information, call 330-804-0123 or visit his website at wealthofohio.com. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through AEWM LLC. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Robert Dodaro. And Robert, we've been talking about uh, protection and especially, you know, uh, Father's Day uh, time frame here. We like to uh, protect our loved ones. And um, so we really need to talk about some of these things like insurance 
mm-hmm. uh, to do that. Obviously, people know about life insurance, but uh, there's more to it than just having a life insurance policy. You talked about the different uh, types of policies. Uh, there's term and uh, you know, I think it's really important to understand this, but it's even more important to work with a financial services professional like yourself to make sure uh, that you're getting what's right for your particular situation. And there are uh, other vehicles out there to help folks, isn't aren't there? Oh, yeah. And so, you know, we talked a bit about protecting in the first segment. This we're going to talk a little bit more about providing. Right. Uh, you know, when we're when we're working, that's how we provide. You know, we're, we're working, we're earning, we're providing that way. Uh, but what happens when we retire and we're not working and that income doesn't you know come from your job anymore and you've got to yeah, live. The paychecks stop coming in. Yeah, you got right? Social Security. Maybe you have a pension, but then you've got the money you saved and that's it. And I think most people still remember 08 and 09 when people lost their shirts during that time. And a lot of people had to change their lifestyle in retirement. They couldn't afford their lifestyle anymore because of the losses they sustained. Uh, I think people are a little bit smarter now uh, with their money and how they invest and how they diversify than they were back then. Uh, But it's still always a risk. It's still always a concern. You got to go back to, you know, uh, the Great Depression back in the 30s, the 1930s. The market lost 96, 97 percent over a three year period. So to say it's impossible for something like that to happen, it just isn't true. It's happened. I mean, heck, we saw oil go negative at one point in time, right? Like, remember, it was like two years ago, oil was negative and now it's, you know, sky high, right? You know, so uh, it's amazing how fast It's like, are they going to pay me to take a barrel of oil? I know, I know. We couldn't sign up back then. I think we'd all be better off today if we had signed up for the free oil two years ago. But I don't don't know where that that, that petition was or that sign-up sheet was was back then. So <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, but and, and in a lot of ways that, you know, what we could get, we've done plenty of shows on oil. And, you know, if you're worried about the price of gas or heck, if you, you know, whether you listen to the show and you missed a segment, you want to hear it again. Uh, remember, you can always go to our website, my prismwealth.com uh, and click on the radio page. Uh, all of our shows are there that you can listen to and you can even hear the bonus segment on our podcast that we do every single week and we're going to do it again this week. We have some special stuff coming up uh, at the end as well too. And we're going to talk a little bit more about legacy and estate planning there. But, you know, if you are interested, uh, you know, in, in hearing more, the website's a great set of resources. Lots of information that we share there with you on the show. But getting into the whole providing thing when you retire. So you got to find a way to make sure that you have enough income every month, right? So first thing I'm doing when I'm meeting with people is looking at their assets, looking at their spending goals, right? You want to spend $5,000 a month in retirement. Okay, well, Social Security and pension are going to provide you with $3,500 a month. We need $1,500 a month, and we don't want to have to worry about that $1,500 a month when the market goes down, right? You know, no one right. no one wants to change their lifestyle based on the whims of the market, okay? So first thing I'm looking at is, okay, how much of your assets do we need in order to, you know, make sure that we have enough in something that's protected from the market that can earn enough of a rate of return to at least generate income for you uh, and make it to where, you know, you have that income need covered, right? So 
this is where we start looking to indexed annuities. This is, you know, I know people have heard the term annuity. Some people are for them, some people are against them, but I can tell you this, they've been around since 222 AD generating income for people for actually we're, we're, we're in the 1800 year of annuities. Okay. Uh, you don't exist that long unless there's a reason for it. So market money is there for growth. Uh, usually when you're in the market and you want to start generating income, what do they do? They put you in bonds. They put you in real estate investment trusts. They put you in fixed positions. Well, the problem with that is that those positions can still lose money, right? I mean, bonds, if you buy an original bond, like a real bond where you have a certificate, okay, those, as long as you hold them for the life of the bond, you do get all your money back with them as well. But most of you are buying into bond mutual funds that do go up and down based on what's going on in the bond market out there. And if you need to liquidate a position during that time, then you could lose money with those positions. So you want to be understanding what options you have and what can be protecting. Now, the market, in my opinion, is not the best place for generating income. I believe that annuities are specifically indexed annuities because there are fixed and there are variable annuities as well. Uh, fixed annuities like buying a CD, put it in for three years or five years, you're getting a guaranteed three, four percent, whatever the rates are at that time. Uh, but you're never making more. You're never making less. Variable annuities are actually an investment product, not an insurance product, and you're actually putting your money in the market there. So whatever happens in the market goes up, goes down, you can lose money in a variable annuity uh, in there. And there's usually a bit more fees in the variable annuities. Uh, indexed annuities, kind of a blend. I don't want to lose money. I'm okay making nothing, uh, but I don't want to make negative. So I'm okay with a zero year, as long as I can make more than that three or 4% in the good year when the market's going up, right? Like I want a higher return during the good years and I'm okay sure. during the bad years as long as I'm protected. That's yeah. kind of the difference. I, yeah, I think variable annuities are the ones that have kind of given annuities a bad name in the past mm -hmm. because they've been high fees and you can still lose your money just like you can in the market. Mm -hmm. So then they made changes and came up with a fixed indexed annuity where mm -hmm. you, you never, you never, if the market goes down, you, your, your balance is locked in. It does not go down. Your gains are locked in. Mm -hmm. And um, when the market goes up, you participate in the upside. Yeah. And so, I mean, this is something people have to remember. Uh, variable annuities were originally created by insurance companies, but because they were investing in the market with this product, uh, the brokers, the market people out there sued the insurance industry and uh, basically took control of variable annuities as an investment product. So fixed and indexed annuities are insurance products. Variable are investment products. So different risks, different rules, different things to understand about them as well. And this is why whenever someone is criticizing them or even praising them, uh, you know, I, I try and find out, you know, wh what their background is. Are they an insurance person or are they a market person, right? This is why I'm both. Like, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather give you both sides of the coin. You know, no matter what there's, for your situation, there's no one product that's going to do everything. So you have to find the appropriate blend of products to put together to help you achieve your goals. Uh, and if you're only trying, if you're only looking at one side of the coin, there is a really good chance that you're going to use a product that maybe not be, uh, you know, or there, there could be better options out there for your goals. Let's say, I don't, I don't want to attack anything, but I'll just say there could have been better options for you. So that being said, you want to be mindful of these differences and indexed annuities. Um, 
I don't want to say there are no fees because you can check options within an indexed annuity even that will charge you fees. There are fee-based indexed annuities out there. However, there are indexed annuities that do not charge you fees as well to where when you put your money in, they're not taking anything uh, out of your principal every year or charging you 1% every year or something like that. So if you use the right products, you can keep your money protected when the market goes down, not pay any fees, uh, and still leave yourself in line to make a good interest rate. And I'll tell you right now, rates are some of the highest I have ever seen. Like the rates right now are comparable to back what was offered in the early 2000s, late 90s. Uh, It's been a long time since rates have been this high over there. Um, And you want to at least look at those options. Not to say that you should always use them or never use them or anything else like that. It's just look at them for income generation. Because if I can be in a spot where I'm protected from the market losing, not paying any fees, and let's just say I'm averaging in the the five to eight percent range over there. Okay. All righty. Well, good. I can I can generate income with that. I can you know make and do it in a way where I shouldn't be spending down my assets quickly. So you got to be mindful of that. And then you also, Tony, have to be mindful of lifetime income, right? You know, there's lots of annuities that offer lifetime income out there. And for those of you who may be trying to provide for your family, lifetime income may sound intriguing to you, right? Oh, you know, I can get a guaranteed rate of return every year and make sure that I have payments coming in every month for me and my spouse, no matter how long we live. Okay. Yeah. That, that sounds appealing. There's a trade-off though. And I always warn people about this. And when you, when you look at the products, you understand that to get those guarantees and to get that extra protection that you may be looking for, uh, you're giving up a lot on the growth side and you're giving up a lot on the legacy side. And you may be scratching your head saying, wait a minute, didn't they say they were going to give me a really good rate of return? How am I not getting growth, right? Uh, Well, that's because when you look at a contract, it has two different values. There's an accumulation value or a cash value, and then there's an income value or a guaranteed withdrawal benefit value. They have different names for these things. But in essence, the cash value is your walkaway value. And that one, you don't get as much growth in. The the guaranteed growth comes on the income side of things. And the only way you get that money is by turning it into an income, a lifetime income. And when you're getting a lifetime income, they're paying you with your money first. Okay. You're getting your money. You're getting your interest. You have to live long enough to actually earn that extra interest and all those enhancements and bonuses that they are paying you. So like, let's do the math. Let's say you put a hundred thousand dollars into an account and over a 10 year period, we'll say your cash value grows to 140,000, but your income value grows to 200,000 during that time period. You're ready. It's 10 years. You've saved. You're ready to retire. You want that income. Okay. They're going to start paying you $10,000 every single year for the rest of you and your spouse's life. Okay. Well, if I'm spending 10 grand per year, how long is it going to take me to get $200,000? It'll take me 20 years to get $200,000. Meanwhile, while I'm getting spending that 10,000 every year, the 200 goes down and the 140 goes down. So if the 140 reaches zero when I die, then my family gets nothing. 
Okay. So you have to live long enough to receive that extra interest in that bonus. And a lot of people aren't going to get it. And this is why people started getting mad at variable annuities and even some indexed annuities, because if you're getting into a lifetime situation, I mean, a lifetime, did anyone listening out there get married on their first date, right? I know there's some reality TV shows like this now, but I mean, really, did anyone out there get married on their first date? Probably not. I know I didn't, you know, so if you're going to commit your life to something like, I mean, how long did you need to date your spouse? How long did you and your spouse date before you got hitched, Tony? About a year and a half, two years. So, yeah, that's about, so it was about two and a half years for me and my wife as well, too. So, you know, like I said, you got to feel things out. You don't commit your life to something the first time you meet it, right? You know, so same thing with lifetime income. Not to say you never use it because it is a good way of securing income. Just be aware of what you are buying and make sure that you understand it if you're going to commit your life to something like that. So that's, you know, those are the main things. But ultimately, no matter what options are out there, we want to be in a position to advise you on them and help you out with them as well, too. This is part of the reason why when we do the Clear Retirement solution, we do an investment analysis to kind of help you break down your portfolio, see the fees in there, see what options you have. Are you too concentrated in one area of the market versus the other? Maybe you're not invested to your uh, overall tolerance for aggressiveness. All these things play into it. And this is all baked into the clear retirement solution, which is our complimentary process that we walk you through when you come meet with me in either my Worcester or Wadsworth office. Uh, And all you got to do is call 330 3308040123 again that's 3308040123 but we're going to take you through the clear retirement solution and show you how prepared you are for retirement in the five key areas income planning investments tax efficiency healthcare and legacy but I think we're almost out of time now for the Wealth of Ohio show. We're going to have to come back in just a little while with the Wealth of Ohio podcast bonus segment for our listeners out there. Uh, But I think for all our radio show listeners, that's all the time we have. Thank you so much for tuning into the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. On behalf of Tony and my team at Prism Wealth Management, we hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Wealth of Ohio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Robert Dodaro at Prism Wealth Management. Call 330-804-0123 or visit them online at wealthofohio.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Prism Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated companies. Prism Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Prism Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Prism Wealth Management, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio podcast. This is the bonus segment for the podcast listeners. And we talked earlier in the show today about life insurance, annuities, uh, different ways for protection and provision 
of income. So that's really important, uh, especially as we get on in life and, and plan out our finances, especially into retirement and what we're going to leave our loved ones. And so for the bonus segment, I wanted to ask you, Robert, uh, about legacy planning and about uh, making sure that our kids and our grandkids, uh, our loved ones, our spouses are taken care of when we're gone. Obviously, life insurance can do that. Uh, but there are other aspects to legacy planning that you help your clients with as well, right? Well, yeah. And I think that this is an area that uh, a lot of dads even struggle in. And that's, you know, communicating with the family. Like we yes, go in and, and we, we we build things, we work it out, we solve the problems, but we don't relay that information back to the family always. We just handle it. And then usually something else comes up that we have to handle and we move to the next thing. And so when we're, when we're asking people questions, about legacy in the state, it's, you know, a couple questions, you know, first off, have you talked to your family about your wishes? Do they, they, do they know what your plan is? Do they know what they should do if something should happen to you? Uh, That's question number one, you know, question number two, do do you have a folder somewhere where all your important documents are so your family can easily find things should something happen to you? Uh, And then third question, do you have an electronic backup of those documents somewhere? Uh, all three of those are important. Not not to say, do I need a will? Do I need a trust? Do I need power? You know, all, all those things, different things are important. But it, whatever you have, if you're not communicating it with your family, then it really doesn't matter, right? Like I, I go into this example with people all the time. You know, I'll ask them, do you, do you have power of attorney established? And most people, I'd say it's probably 75% don't even know. Uh, 25% do, okay? And, and out of that 25% that do, I'd say half of them say, well, I don't think we do. <laughs> have it set up. So, uh, right. you know, but usually when you do your will, you get power of attorney set up in there. Yeah. But here's the yeah, thing. And, and directives, you know, medical oh, yeah. directives, medical, oh, yeah. uh, financial directives, powers of attorney. Those are really important things, right? Well, they are. And think about it from your money. So there's durable power of attorney, which that be, whoever's your durable power of attorney has the ability to sign for you. So me and my wife, we are each other's power of attorney. So if I need to sign for her, she needs to sign for me. We can do those things. Uh, you know, obviously right now, if we were doing it for each other, we'd, it'd be a little bit suspicious. They'd be like, why can't your wife sign for herself right now? You'd kind of have to explain that to someone. But in any case, you know, the worst case scenario that I lay out for people, especially the ones who don't have power of attorney, uh, let's just say you've saved, you've got your money, you've got everything together. You are in a car accident with your spouse, uh, and both of you are incapacitated or one of you passes away and the other one is incapacitated capacitated. All right. Well, if your family doesn't know where your power of attorney documents are, they're not going to be able to sign on your behalf. Okay. They're not going to be able to get access to your accounts and your investments and pull money out while medical bills and other expenses are piling up. They have to wait for all those assets to go through probate before they can start, you know, using that money and and having it cover the expenses. So your family ends up having to pay your bills until they get access to everything. Uh, So granted, you know, like, I mean, I think about it, you know, if I'm older and I pass away or, you know, something like that happens where I'm incapacitated, uh, you know, I don't want that extra stress on my family. 
right? Like they're already going to be grieving over, over the catastrophe that has just happened. Uh, I want them to at least know where things are and know what the plan is, know what I have in place to help out during those times. And most importantly, though, they need access. They need to be, they need to know where money is, where things are. And I know it's sensitive to let your kids know how much money you have or what you've saved. And uh, I think this is why, like, you know, when we give people the clear retirement solution, it's spelled out all the things that we look for and all the things that we can help you with. The very last thing on there is having a conversation with your family. Okay. You know, I've done it plenty of times where I've had clients come in, bring their kids in. Some come in with their kids, some send their kids by themselves and they let me know what I can cover and what I shouldn't cover with them. But letting the family know like, hey, by the way, there is a life insurance policy with accelerated death benefits. So if your family starts uh, having a long-term care situation arise, let me know. We'll have things to pay for it and help cover it without causing taxes. Uh, Meanwhile, you know, hey, uh, you know, even relaying to your family, like, by the way, my company, even though I'm retired, my company still does have a life insurance policy on me. So make sure when I die to call my company and claim that policy. Right. Little little things in there that you want to be aware of. But power of attorney is something that's extremely important because while you're alive, your family may need it. It's not just stuff for after your death. So, you you know, you got to talk to your family. You've got to go through and, you know, organize your files and at the same time create a backup. I mean, there could be a house fire, a flood, you know, I mean, any of these things could happen or realistically you could have pulled the file out of the safe where you keep it to work on it. And then something happened to you while you were working on it. You know I mean? The odds are rare, I know, but realistically you want to have a backup just in case. And it's not just for like your will and trust, the deed to your house, uh, you know, marriage certificates, people always forget about those, uh, you know, vehicle ties, Titles. You know, there's so many important documents, health insurance information in there as well, too, uh, you know, and then the legal documents. So all of those things factor in to legacy, but it's also why you, you protect and provide. You know, if you have life insurance, like we talked about in the first segment of the show where, uh, you know, hey, if I need it while I'm alive for long term care or for uh, terminal illness, I've got tax free money to help me out. So even if I spend my money down a little bit more than I should have or the market goes down unexpectedly, I still have something to protect me during those medical catastrophes. Meanwhile, if I never need it and I die and I pass on that money tax free to my family, I mean, what do you I mean, would they rather get a lump sum of tax free money or would they rather get your IRA that's fully taxable that they have to stretch out for 10 years to avoid paying a lot of taxes? I mean, right. Like what's easier on the family? Life insurance normally is not always, but. But, you know, odds are good there. So, uh, you know, you've got to look at these things as ways of protecting and providing for your family, even with the annuities. If you have those lifetime income ones or even if you don't, okay, how does the family claim the money? What strategy should they be using? Uh, Ultimately, how's it going to impact their taxes? So a lot of times my clients have their kids become clients with me specifically so we can do generational planning.
planning and go forward and say, how do we pass this money on? What makes sense? What policy should be put in place? What legal documents should we change? I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a CPA. Uh, we have plenty of tools that help us in that department, but we also network with your lawyers, our own lawyers that we talk to and, you know, CPAs that we know and your CPA too. So, you know, it, it's about getting accurate information and getting good advice. And, you know, when you're looking at complicated financial matters, you want to include attorneys, you want to include CPAs, right. and you want to include your financial people. We all bring something to the table and advice and know a little bit more about certain things than the other ones know, even when it comes to legacy uh, or even when it comes to taxes, right? Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've had spirited debates with attorneys and CPAs uh, over over things where it's like, no, no, no. Hey, I deal with this all the time. Your background isn't exactly in this area. Let, let me explain to you how it works, right? So in the end, you want multiple opinions. Even from financial people, you want multiple opinions. So if you're out there and you're like, man, I feel like I've got a good plan. Everything's in place. Sometimes just having someone else confirm that for you is a good feeling, right? I mean, and I've done it plenty of times. I look at people's stuff, do the clear retirement solution and let them know, hey, you know what? You're on a good path. You know, you're doing a lot of things. I think you could do these other things over here maybe, but overall you're on a good path with what you are doing in there. Uh, and so that, that, that's a good feeling and knowing that it's confirmed or if something is wrong, yeah. don't you want someone to let you know? Right. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't want to live exactly. with my hand, head in the sand the entire time or anything right. else like that. Or, you know, the whole yeah. duck and cover uh, philosophy. Well, like you said, yeah, it begins with, it begins with communication mm -hmm. and working with a financial services professional to get that legacy plan in place. So, you know what? We're almost out of time mm -hmm. for the bonus segment. But before we go, Robert, let our listeners out there know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah. So it, it, here's the thing. It's the weekend. We get it. You're listening. And I don't like paying for answering services and I don't make my staff work on the weekend. So when you call 330-804-0123, just leave us a message. Let us know your name, your phone number, your email, how's best to get in touch with you. Uh, either Joe or Rebecca from my office is going to give you a call and get something set up, whether it be a conversation with me, an appointment, uh, but all you need to do is call 330-804-0123, or you can visit us on the web at myprism, P-R-I-S-M, wealth dot com. And you can check out the radio page. We, we have an events page. We have all kinds of workshops that we do from social security to taxes, where you can come hear me speak and kind of go deeper into some of these topics for you uh, as you try and make it through this you know crazy world that we're living in. But, you know, to all the dads out there, I salute you for doing your best and for, you know, doing your best to be a protector, a provider, a nurturer, all those things that come along with being a dad. Uh, we, we definitely salute you out there. We salute the moms too. You know, don't, you know, it's it's just Father's Day weekend, you know, so, sure. but, right. but, you know, in the end, we hope you're having a great weekend out there and we'll see you next time on the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast.